0: I'm James, I am 27 years old and I'm from the US, lived there for most of my life and then now I'm currently living in Albania. My name is Martin, I'm 28,
1: I'm
2: from Bulgaria and I'm currently living in Germany and to be more exact, Nuremberg. My name is Cameron, I'm 24, from Brighton in England and now living in Valencia, Spain. And this is the Expat Show. It's very hot here today. How's out out in uh, Albania and
0: Germany today, guys? Is it isn't warm? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not as hot here as it is in either of those places. So it's a pleasant 26 degrees well, it's a bit chilly. or 30 degrees or something. Yeah. I no but it feels I good. I actually
1: have no clue how warm it is outside, but I'm, I'm dying here with the,
0: the lights on me. <laughs> Yes. That's that's when you say it's 50, 50 degrees, 55 degrees yeah, outside and, to blow us out the water. So
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're all expats. Who who wants to say what an expat is in case anyone at home doesn't actually know that term expat? Anyone want to give us a brief rundown on that one?
0: I mean, simply put, an expat at least the way that I understand it, an expat is just someone who lives away from their country of origin uh-huh. away from their home country so like all three of us where we were um uh, spend most of our life or maybe all of our life living in one country and we decided to move and live indefinitely in in another yeah yeah would you would you agree with that
2: statement martin i think i would yeah. good overview
1: maybe i would add it like i mean it's indefinitely but not with the idea to be in that country for the rest of your life
0: yeah Right, right. So so it's, it's without going, well, in my mind, it's without going like, I'm going to go live here for one year. I guess technically you still are, but. It's more of yeah. an unplanned amount of time that you're going to be living there. So maybe
2: like a year, that's, that's, 10 years. That's the way that
0: I view it. Yeah. 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 But I don't know if that's actually accurate
2: or not. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree on that one. I, I think the official Google explanation on it is a person who lives outside their native country. So I guess. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's uh, legally. We we in- should add legally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a person who lives outside their native country legally, Definitely.
0: Cameron, I'm 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 interested to hear your your story behind this. So I think you should kick it off. I think you should start.
2: Okay. What What do you
0: want to know? Well, um, what was it that took
2: you to Spain? Okay. So, yeah. So I was. Uh, Obviously, living in England and the UK for all of my life. Um, And up until I was about 22, 21, uh, I was working in Gatwick Airport, actually, where I was working with lots of people that were expats as well. Lots of Spanish people working in the airport. Um, I actually met my girlfriends working in the airport uh, and we lived together in the UK for a little bit of time. She was getting upset with the weather, it was a bit cold, a bit rainy, miserable, things like that. Um, I was getting bored with the UK way of life, just like the nine to five, almost like the rat race. Didn't really enjoy it. And my girlfriend was gonna move out to Spain and it was kind of like, I go with her or I continue working nine to five. And to me, Spain or nine to five working life, moving to Spain was the uh, obvious choice for me.
0: Yeah, so so you said you're in uh, Valencia. That is right. Yeah, so
2: Valencia in- is it's the uh, third largest city in Spain after Madrid, Barcelona, and it's on the uh, east coast. East coast, of
0: Spain. Yeah. So so um, why did you pick Valencia specifically?
2: Uh, it's where it's where my girlfriend's from, um, okay. and I've visited Madrid and Barcelona, like the two bigger cities. Um, Barcelona is beautiful city but it's very very busy uh you gotta watch out for things like pickpockets and the beach there there is a beach but it's not super nice and i don't know valencia is just a bit more a bit more unique there's a bit more like culture within the city itself like with street art and like all the culture around that and like the actual buildings and architecture i just find it really beautiful and uh, yeah it just feels more like home than any of the other cities it's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like Brighton, but the Spanish version, I would say. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Spanish version of where you were living in the UK. Pretty much, seems, yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't, you couldn't handle the, the dreary, or, or your girlfriend didn't want to handle the dreary, uh, rainy UK. So you decided to go to the, the span the sunny Spanish version. So yes. It seems and, like. uh, I don't know. Today, right. I feel like I'm uh,
2: might be regretting it because, yeah, as I say, it's thirty-seven degrees out, <laughs> and I am um, pretty much look <laughs> like I've just got out of a shower right now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Martin, you, you said before in the uh, in the intro there that you actually wanted to come into Spain before, and you've actually ended up in Germany. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, it's a bit complicated, a long story. So I went. Uh into Spain on the Erasmus program to do my bachelor thesis project. I mean, I fell in love with that place, like the people, the atmosphere, the weather, like the weather was awesome. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I wanted to move to Spain, but uh, I didn't know any Spanish, so I couldn't find a job in my field. And meanwhile, Mm -hmm. I started working in the automotive industry back home in Bulgaria. And I started going uh, on a lot of business trips to Germany Like, I spent half a year constantly coming here, like, staying two, three weeks in Germany, going back for a couple of days, then another two, three weeks. And uh, I did uh, feel like it was uh, taking uh, a big toll on my relationship with my girlfriend, so I asked my company to move directly here in Germany so I could take her with me and spend more time together. Uh, But they said that it's not possible. So the first uh, opportunity that came as an offer came from Nuremberg, and
2: I just jumped right into it. Like um, Okay, so for you it was more, it uh, seems like it was work that sort of has the, uh, the choice to go to Germany.
1: I would say it's more like a work-life balance approach. Uh, because also in Bulgaria, uh, I couldn't afford to move out of my parents unless uh, I make sacrifices with the quality of life I'm living. Uh, even mm-hmm. as an, an engineer, it's a bit hard to sustain on a decent level of, of life. Uh, and, mm-hmm. um, I didn't want that because, uh, I mean, all the statistics say that like couples split up uh, usually because of financial issues and I wanted to remove this from my yeah. relationship and uh, Germany seemed uh, the right choice to start mm-hmm. it because the, the salaries are quite good and uh, I could afford to like get an apartment uh, take care of my girlfriend until she fits in and finds a job and everything and, uh,
2: oh,
1: yeah fantastic
2: yeah oh.
1: by good. the way cool. uh, the my girlfriend part I'm talking about currently she is my wife <laughs> Ah. Oh. That's awesome, I didn't know that. <laughs> we actually got married yeah. here in Germany and uh, in a couple of months we're making the wedding party back home with family and friends. Oh, fantastic. Cool. I definitely very, look forward cool. to hearing
2: about that. Uh, so, Balkan Balkan wedding parties are legendary. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I've seen a, a couple of uh, clips of some, it definitely looks a uh, one to attend for yeah. sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it looks like yeah. me and uh, me and Martin there, uh, we are quite local people. I mean, we're expats, we're living overseas, but we haven't gone as far across the, of, of the world as you have there, James, there. Uh, you've done quite the journey from America to Albania. How long was the flight on that one?
0: Oh, man. Um, I honestly, I don't remember. I mean I was coming from the eastern eastern part of the uS from Atlanta, Georgia, so it wasn't too terrible, huh. Um, and I want to say I flew through Istanbul, mm-hmm. which was kind of overshooting where I was going. But it was, I was on Turkish Airlines. Um, it was probably only like, well, honestly, I, I haven't the foggiest. I have no idea how long the flight was. Yeah. I, don't, I would not <laughs> even want to guess because the Atlantic Ocean is massive. Yes. As far as um, now, usually it's like 10 hours
1: the- or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. But I just I mean I've been on a lot of long haul flights and I I yeah, I wasn't sure which one. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny, um, especially being on here, you know, and talking to Martin because our our um expat journeys have, are kind of opposite where I, I go from because everyone in Albania would love to go to the US or to Germany and, and Martin going from Bulgaria to Germany and then now I'm you know I was living the the dream of a lot of people here, and then I came the to life. Albania.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have so many people asking me, you know, why did why Albania? Why did you come to Albania? You lived in America, and and they have this mindset that America is like this utopia, or Germany is this utopia. Like everything will be okay as long as I get to America. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, I lived there and didn't didn't want to be there anymore for a bit, mm-hmm. so I I moved here. Yeah. <laughs> and No one can wrap their mind <laughs> so around why? that. Actually, that's my goal yeah, exactly, with my channel, exactly. is to
1: debunk all of these uh, myths, that uh, everything is like sunshine yeah. and rainbows over here. Uh, like, there are a lot of stereotypes for Germans that are like super positive. They're, they're basically described uh, in Balkans like uh, they're super humans and all of that, super efficient and working, and they make a shit ton of money and drive always brand new S classes and all of that. No, that's not the case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've found that a lot of people that will go to Germany or to uh, America from Albania will, will kind of, embellish life, um, mm-hmm. what what life looks like over there. So they they post the the nicest Instagram photos, or they only talk about the good things, and they don't maybe don't talk about maybe they're they're. You know, a, a hotel maid, which is—I mean, it's a job. But yeah. the, when they leave Albania, they're thinking, "Oh, I'm going to go—you know—make tons of money in America." And then the only job they can get is is in the service industry. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with working in the service industry, but mm-hmm. it's just not really the what they the were expecting. Glamorous life that they're expecting. Yeah. Exactly. So. So what?
2: So what? What is it that you do say to the people? That ask you are uh, why? Why did you move here? So what? What is the story like? Give us a little brief. Like why you chose Albania over anywhere else?
0: Well, um, yeah. So I've always enjoyed um, being outdoors and and hiking and exploring and that sort of thing. Um, and I visited Albania a couple of years ago without having any idea of what it would look like or. Um, what the people are like or anything I mean I, I only knew where it was when I visited and I got here and it was the very end of winter when there's no snow but before spring so there's no green um, the very limited green and and flowers and things and I thought this place is beautiful and I've never seen any I've never seen it talked about or heard about it anywhere um, and so it felt like I was exploring something. Mm, New. It felt like I was discovering something. And I realized that's obviously not true, but it, it that feeling, that adventurous feeling inside of me, um, was ignited by seeing something that hadn't been posted all over Instagram. Um, and so there was that. And then interacting with the people, I mean, the, 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 the story that I tell people is, I was here visiting with my dad for about three or four days. And my dad was... Uh, speaking at a conference, and and our his friends that were here knew that I was not the the keenest to sit and listen to my dad talk about theology at a conference, so they found some some people that they knew that were going to go hiking, and they asked if I could go with them. So I met a guy on six o'clock at six o'clock on a Friday night, six o'clock Saturday morning. He picks me up and puts me in a van with four other Albanian guys. And we drive off into the mountains for like two and a half hours. The whole time, a couple of them, in my mind, only two of them knew how to speak English. And we hike up two and a half hours. And I'm sitting, five hours later, sitting by this like this snow melt lake, lit a little fire. We're eating snacks. And I'm sitting here with six, five or six Albanian guys that I didn't know 24 hours before that. And I was like, just a complete new what, world. Yeah. What even is my life right now? Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. Some of the um,
2: situation you found yourself in, just I could, I can imagine it. The picture of the lake and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So actually, so still mind, from another perspective, like from a Balkan perspective, I, I wouldn't do that <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not so yeah. trusting. Um, and in in my mind, I. I basically decided because the the cost of living here, the the cost of living here is um, cheaper than a lot of other countries and I don't want to say it's cheap because for local Albanians it's, things are expensive and it's difficult. Yeah so for Albanians it can be expensive to live here but compared to you know, a U.S. salary or, or a, a most most international first world salaries, Albania is a very cheap place to, to live. And so my goal was to to be able to develop a way to have location independent income, then move to Albania and be able to live fine, um, live well, and then travel Europe. Now, I got about to half of what the amount that I wanted to be able to be um, sufficient and then a job opportunity came up with an organization that I knew people at and I thought, well, why not actually get a legitimate job there and get a residence permit because of that rather than just kind of having to be there for three months and then have to leave every three months sort of thing. So, yeah. So ultimately it was, it was the discovery of something new, exploring and adventuring something that, that isn't over Instagrammed. And then the job was what really solidified my ability to get here. Oh, fantastic. That, um, that
2: sort of, uh, I think Martin was saying, as well as you with your job, and know what you sort of do. We haven't actually told anyone at home um, how, how we all, all three of us met. And I think it's all some, we're all doing something similar as expats. We all do YouTube channels. I actually saw Martin and James, they were posting videos about their life in Albania, Martin's life in Germany, and I, of course, was making videos about my life in Spain which is why I think we uh, have all sort of come together now to make this podcast and speak about what, what we're all doing there. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Funny enough, yeah, we funny actually enough.
2: haven't met. Actu- yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> actually, what made me uh,
1: contact James was the question he mentioned, like, how... And why the hell did you move to Albania from the U.S.? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yep. yeah, I mean, it, it it doesn't go like just for Albania. It would uh, I would have the same question for any country in the Balkans, including Bulgaria. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> they're pretty much in the same for boat. Sure. I get Bulgaria, I get a so. lot of people telling, asking if I'm I'm from the government, from the U.S. government, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> so because they think, they think maybe I'm from the yeah I'm a spy and coming to check on green card winners. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just to make sure that they're legitimate citizens. I get, I'm I'm accused a lot on my YouTube channel of being a missionary because I, I used to work in youth ministry, and so they hear that and they think, oh, you're a you're a missionary. You're just trying to hide it. And I'm like, well, if I was a missionary, why would I try to hide it? Like, I would be doing the opposite. You know? <laughs> yeah, you would be um, uh, pushing it quite hard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not just <laughs> mentioning and passing that I that I um, worked in youth ministry in the past. Everyone kind of develops their own their own ideas of why, why I actually moved here. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun story. It's a fun way to, to start conversations with people.
2: And that is exactly why we are starting the conversation here on this weekly podcast called
0: The Expat Show. We'll be talking about things like language barriers or reasons to be or not to be an expat. Misconceptions of being an expat or
2: what's it like to find work as an expat?
1: How much better is life there? How much you're earning? Uh, how much do things cost?
2: You can also find us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube as well, as well as all of your favourite uh, podcast platforms, wherever you want to listen. We will be there.
1: Also, for everyone listening, don't forget to check out our channels. Uh, they would be in the description
0: somewhere. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> Until next week. I'm gonna say ciao for now if you guys wanna have a little uh, sign off as well. Mine's ciao for now. (laughs) I I think that's a common thing between all
1: all of the countries. I'll just use that. Yeah, ciao for now.